You're listening to the Better Man Podcast, becoming life-giving men together. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Better Man Podcast. My name is Adam Tarno. Today is a special day. We recorded live in studio. I think since I've started hosting the Better Man Podcast, I've only recorded maybe three or four episodes live and in studio. But I do know this, this is the first time Robert Lewis and I have been in a room together, let alone in a room together recording a podcast. So uh, he's here. He came down to Dallas to record in my studio. And the reason he came is because there's another guy who jumped in with us, Kevin Harris, who's no stranger to the podcast, the president and CEO of Radical Mentoring. And the reason they came here to record this episode together is because they've got an announcement to make. They've got some exciting plans that they want to talk about. And so that's the topic of our conversation today here on the Better Man Podcast. So enjoy this conversation between me and Kevin, and then I'll come back with a few closing comments. All right, Kevin, Robert, this is a special day. We are here for a very special reason. So what is that reason? Why are both of you two here today? Well, primarily to hang out with you. Well, thank you. No, I, I think uh, really it is to celebrate the power of partnership. There we go. I like that. I think I'd, that's I'd agree. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of rare. I it think. really is. Yeah. And so Better Man and Radical Mentoring, you guys are trying to do something that I think is uh, very strange, especially in ministry circles. Mm-hmm. Maybe unfortunately in ministry circles, this can be uh, rare to do this. So you two are trying to collaborate. And so why don't you talk about that? What's the heart behind the collaboration what are Better Man and Radical Mentoring trying to do together? Yeah, so the heart behind it is we just want to get men to take another step. Mm. And, and we know, and, and Adam, you know, that if you, if you can get a man engaged, then there's this waterfall that happens that starts to capture the family and the church will grow and the community will grow. And the way Robert and I kind of looked at this was we've got very similar ministry approaches, but we're in different stages. And why not try to do something together? Because ultimately it does, which is, you would go, duh, it benefits the kingdom. Yeah. 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 Well, I would start with the scripture. The scripture says two are better than one. There you go. And I do think we have discovered that together and are looking forward to discovering that even more together. But it originally came about when I was just looking at radical mentoring and, um, you know, there are lots of different men's ministries out there, but I really felt a, a certain kinship with radical mentoring, what they were trying to do, but primarily around the fact that potentially they could be what I call a good fit partnership. Yeah. And because there's other ministries that do things a lot like us that wouldn't be a good fit, we would be kind of overlapping. But but with the radical mentoring, we're trying to reach men, and what they're trying to do is deepen men. And so... So there's there's a coupling there with outreach versus discipleship that that when I was looking at it, I thought, you know, I'd like to talk to Kevin. So I just contacted him and he was gracious enough to interact with us and that kind of thing. And one thing led to another and our, our staffs met some. And But I really feel like together for us really could be much, much better in reaching men because we we can't at Better Man do it all. We can do just a small slice of the kingdom with men. I, I think Kevin would feel the same way, but together we make a bigger piece of 
the holy pie. That's right. And I'm excited yeah. about that. It sounds like a good pie. I like and that. And then the beautiful thing is <clears throat> when you deepen men, you put in them the heart to want to reach more men. And yeah. so right. it is a – it's this beautiful cycle that both of us just think, man, does it get any better than that? Yeah. yeah. We're, we always get asked, well, what's the next step? And I'm thinking, if I can get a group of men fully alive, understanding their commitment to others – then it's an easy thing for them to do is to step right back in and grab another group of men and start to lead them in another conversation. Yeah, that's right. And so, Kevin, I mean, you've been on the podcast. This will be your third time now. I know back in season two, we interviewed you and you were talking all about radical mentoring. So for our listeners that haven't gone back to the archives and listened to one of those old episodes, just talk real quickly. What what does radical mentoring do? What's the mission and, and where did yeah. it come from? So we want to see men become fully alive. And the way we do that is through an intentional mentoring program that takes an older guy who's lived life, had experience putting him in an, in an environment where he's got six to eight younger guys, a generation or a season of life behind him. And he's basically just taking what God's poured in his cup and he's pouring it out. And he's hoping these six to eight younger guys catch it. And so we just give them a pathway that helps them know what that rhythm looks like. It's monthly meetings, it's reading books, it's memorizing scripture. What we want to do is just equip a mentor with all of that or equip a church with all of that so that they can then take men through the process. And pretty long-term in nature, right? Like a me- radical yeah. mentoring group can meet for years? Is that conceivable? Well, we, we, they can. We would say meet for either nine months or 12 months, and then we want to kick you out of the group. And, and as our late founder, Reggie, used to say, at a certain point, I'm just going to start repeating myself. Yeah. And so about a year, that's what I, can, that's what I really want to get you, is a year in the group, and then I'm going to charge you to go out and do something with that. And that may not be leading a mentoring group. It could be leading a a better man group, or it could be you're just a whole heck of a lot better inside the four walls of your house. And if that's the, the impact we make, then praise God, we've done something really yeah. powerful. Yeah. And so, Robert, you've you've uh, been an, uh, an admirer of Radical Mentoring. You've right. known what they've done. And so uh, put me in that phone call or that Zoom call <laughs> where you first said, hey, how about maybe a partnership or, or us formalizing this collaboration? Because I know in ministry circles, having been on staff at a church for, for 10 years, um, you can get a lot of those phone calls, right. you know, and I'm sure in your pastoral ministry that you've right. seen that a lot of people want a partnership. And a lot of times partnership can mean, or collaboration can mean a whole bunch of things. That's a lot right. of times it's like, will you just give me access to your people? Uh, yeah. And then I can I yeah, can uh, show right. them how great I am or show them my great curriculum. So put me in that that room for that phone call. What was the, <laughs> what was the proposal? What was the vision behind all this? Well, I didn't show up with a ring. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I... I, I I just saw, I felt the same heart for men uh, just listening to podcasts, looking at their materials and things like that. And I thought, man, what a what a good match this would be with us reaching men out in the community, getting them started in a mentorship, a small mentorship of 11 weeks. But then there's always what's next. And I thought, there's going to be a certain percentage of those men that want to go deeper and there'll also be certain leaders, table leaders, <clears throat> who want something more serious to take men through. So I just uh, proposed us having a conversation and talking about our organizations in a way that we could say, well, you know, how could we utilize radical mentoring more and help you guys? Because we promote other people's ministries on our website as next steps. Yeah. And so I was really calling to offer something that we could do for radical mentoring. 
and to do it at no expense to them, just to promote them in a, a win-win situation. I think in that just that conversation, you start realizing there's some commonalities of what you're trying to do. Like, for instance, our materials are free. Their materials are free. We use older men to guide younger men, although mostly older men on the outside. They use more established older men to mentor younger men. So yeah. you start feeling some of that same DNA. And so I don't think we closed any deal. We were just, it's just more of a get to know. Yeah. But then that led to, you know, uh, Kevin doing a podcast and us talking about other things. And then I think somewhere along the line, we said, what if our organizations worked more directly together? And so we started that process. And, uh, you know, Kevin and his team came down to Dallas and we met here and talked more deeply about how that could look. And we're still exploring areas that we could do this, but we've created a, a system that allows people that go through radical mentoring to have, if they're not, when they finish, they're not sure they want to take a group for a year, then they get encouraged to do just an 11 week with better man to test the waters at the same time when Reggie, I mean, when Kevin's talking to a church and they don't have a men's ministry and they're not sure they want to go that deeply or they're asking, how would you start? He can actually market Better Man as a starting place to see what that's like. So we have that kind of cohesiveness without being the same. And that's what I think is a good partnership. It's complimentary. And I'm just delighted that he's been willing to pursue that with us. That's right. And so why, you know, why was the solution not... Um, okay, well, Radical Mentoring has this great thing for a year. Why don't we at Better Man just create our own thing for a year? Yeah. And why was your solution not, well, Better Man does this thing for 11 weeks. Let's create our own 11-week thing, because that, that could happen, too. That would be, hey, let's yeah. just kind of, quote, steal the idea. And, I, and, and you know what I mean by that. But I, why, why, didn't, why was that not the solution? Well, and I'll let Kevin ask, answer that as well. But I think when you've done ministry as long as I have, you realize you can try to reproduce something. Uh, that you see somebody else doing, it probably won't nearly be as good. Why Why wouldn't I do what the Apostle Paul mentions in 1 Corinthians 10 when he said, I've been a, appointed a ministry sphere to minister in? And I go, that's what I feel better man is, a sphere that we're doing ministry in, but why wouldn't I want to take the best of another man's ministry sphere and attach it rather than reproduce at a much lesser quality, <laughs> what he's trying to do, that's which good. which that's that's to a me, good reason. I to like me, that's, that's a great the, answer. That's the arrogance of trying to be the be all do all. Yeah, we need we need partnerships. That's yeah. good. And my life was changed by radical mentoring. I mean, I sat at a table with Reggie and a group of other men, and it was a catalytic event for my my spiritual life. And so when I get at, and we we do get asked, well, can you create a such and such or this? And I'm like, no, I don't. There's great stuff out there. Robert and I have a heart. I mean, most importantly, there's a heart connection. When I when when Reggie passed away about 18 months ago, to be able to have a guy like a Robert to sort of communicate about ministry issues and life issues, that's been hugely important for me. But I just think, man, why in the world would I take my team off purpose and get them thinking about writing curriculum when I know if I can get them focused on getting churches to think about these groups and taking a step forward, I want them just focused on the radical mentoring piece. That's good. That's good. So uh, part of this, uh, and this is a, a little tongue-in-cheek here, but 
are men that messed up and that unruly that yes. we need not? Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes, whatever it is. We need not one organization, but two, right, to collaborate and come together to try to uh, to disciple us and to try to help us. So um, is that is that true? I mean, are, is... Uh, like is one? Do we need both? Right? Is is the eleven week experience not enough? And is the the twelve month not enough? Uh, how are you guys seeing that this holistic picture is really going to be the best for men? I think men have to dip their toe in vulnerability, mm. and so oftentimes to say, "Well, we've got this great experience, and it's a twelve month," their men's minds go to places like, "I'm not good enough to do that." Yeah, I've never been discipled before, haven't gone to seminary. I mean, we come up right. with all so many, these yeah. incredible excuses about why we can't do something that I think better man, what it does is it puts them at a table and they all of a sudden go, okay, I'm not, you know, Adam's issues might be the same as mine. I never knew that before. Now we're one step closer. Mm-hmm. Now we're sharing a little bit more. And so once, once you become fully known, there is no going back. That's right. That's right. And so it's just a it's just a beautiful way to sort of get men to take a step one step in and then once they get out of that experience then if they want to go a step further there's something there for them. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that. We just want to get I mean men are wild. And they can express their wildness through, you know, all kinds of destructive behavior or they can kind of be the straight corporate guy but underneath they still are wild and out of control because manhood doesn't just naturally arise in a man's heart. True, what I call authentic manhood, has to be captured first in the person of Jesus and then cultivated in relationship with other men as you begin to learn, because manhood is an acquired skill. You learn values, convictions, morals, and principles to live life well. And <clears throat> most guys have never experienced, like, Kevin said, had never experienced that. So if we can capture some of those guys and give them a taste of how valuable that is, because one of the, one of the things I hear from guys all the time in Better Man, when they go through it, they'll say, I, <clears throat> I didn't realize how much other guys are like me. Just that discovery is amazing to most men. And then to go, I've never heard this stuff before. And of course, we're in a time period where young men are growing up half didn't have a dad at home, half of the other half, didn't have dad involved in their life. So this concept of manhood is just a fog. So when the fog starts clearing a little bit, going through our experience, guys go, this makes such good sense. I want more of this. And of course, we're just 11 weeks. When we finish, we say there is more. And one of the things that's a more is where you can continue this kind of interaction at, a, at even a deeper level and begin to remake in a real mature way a manhood that's both satisfying to you and life-giving to everybody around you. And by that time, there's enough vocabulary or understanding where that is not kind of pie in the sky. A guy's going, that makes perfect sense. So that's why I like the coupling with Radical mentor. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into some of the specifics of the partnership or the collaboration. And so I, I think you guys have done a good job saying, uh, you know, Robert, after somebody goes through Better Man, they may ask for what's next. And that's something that we feel like we've got a really great answer now. We can say, all right, what's next is to go start a radical mentoring group. Or for you, Kevin, uh, maybe somebody's going, ah, radical mentoring sounds good, but it also maybe sounds a little intense. 
you got anything a little bit lighter, you know, maybe. And so that's where better man can, can come in and be like, make this your first step. Um, can it like, does the order matter? Does somebody have to go through better man first or like what, which one should, where, where should people start? Wherever they are. There you go. Like Cause you've got, you've got, you'll have some guys finish better man who are more established and they've enjoyed better man, but it's also prepared them to say, is there's other things that are, that are more deep that I can invest in men. And of course, radical mentoring becomes a good answer to that. Then if you're finishing uh, radical mentoring and you've been in a group led by an older man and he's challenging you to lead a radical mentoring group and you go, I, I don't know if I'm quite ready for that. Well, why don't you just start small, go th- do a better man for 11 weeks and feel what leading a group of men yeah. is. It's not that intimidating, but you'll see how satisfying it is. Then you can come to radical mentoring. So there's different approaches. And then there's the clueless guy, you know, who's just out on the street. He needs to start with better man yeah. just because he needs to know what the frame where is the before he starts are, yeah. filling any substance. But I, I think I would say you start with where the man is. That's good. Yeah. I like and, that And we've had churches reach out to us with the question of, well, we don't have any men's ministry. Well, the reality is radical mentoring is a hard first step. Better man is a beautiful first step because it's the contents there ready for them. All they have to do is figure out how to gather the men of their church or their neighborhood together and start those conversations. And literally hit play. Yeah. Print that's, and play, right? That's Print exactly out a, a right. couple of uh, everything's notebooks. there. Yeah. It's just uh, it's kind of ready in a box with all of that. So um so let's talk about that. Let's, you know, talk to the church leader, somebody uh, a man that's driving around right now, listening to this, going, yeah, we maybe fall into what Kevin just described there. We don't really have a men's ministry at our church. I've been thinking about wanting to start something. Uh, how can a church start to use either either you know, either know curriculum or either program right now, ministry right now? What would be the best first step for a church? Well, if, if they were listening to the broadcast and they didn't have a lot going on at the church, one of the things that we recommend is not where a layman goes into his pastor, you know, just all excited and saying, hey, we need to do this. Uh, We actually even say this on our website. It's better to go in and talk to the pastor. You've heard about something that you're excited about doing at the church, and you want to tell the pastor about it and get his approval, if you will, because the pastor a lot of times is the gatekeeper to what's going to go on at the church or to feel good about what's going on. So what, what we say is, just tell the pastor you'd like to do a pilot group and you're going to get six guys together, maybe another leader and do it and show him what you're going to do and then come back and tell him the results. Because I feel real confident that if he does it the way we've laid it out, he'll have a good good result good and, yeah. and say, we need to think more seriously about doing this. And then where it goes on from there to radical mentoring, I'll let Kevin. Well, it's, and it's really him. the same thing. You know, the beautiful thing about what we're both doing is it it requires a pastor's blessing, but it doesn't require their involvement. And oftentimes we have a lot of churches where there's a lay guy who is in a season of life where mentoring makes sense, and he does exactly that. I read a book, Mentor Like Jesus. I listened to something, and it sounded inspiring to me. I want to just take a group of guys through it, and I'll come tell you how it went. And I think that, to me, that's the best case scenario. You know, sometimes pastors find us, and they'll reach out, and they'll. And my recommendation, oftentimes, with the pastor is, 
you can get as involved as you want, or you can find the kind of guy that you're thinking of right now who you would want to mentor your 30-year-old son, tap him on the shoulder and introduce him to the concept. And then our team, you know, resources for both of us are free. It's a website. Our team then jumps on the phone and kind of helps guide them through the process to get them from idea to actually launching the group. We, we really stay hands-on. Yeah, we're not, we're not wanting the pastor to do more. Yeah, I mean, He good. can choose to do whatever he wants, right. but we're not asking the pastor to do more. We're just saying we have materials, resources that allow your men to do more mm. and, and that bring them alive spiritually. That's really good. So, um, so that's a, a good place to start is wherever your men are right now, and then you can start with with either one of these. And so, Kevin, when a church reaches out to you or a church leader reaches out to you to learn more about radical mentoring, what questions are they usually asking? Like, what what are the felt needs that they're experiencing where they think radical mentoring may be may be a help? It's a it's a typical question around. Um, kind of where, where am I, here's where my men are. What do I do? How do I get this started? Men are very tactical. I mean, I'm sure we all sound mm-hmm. surprising by this. <laughs> and so oftentimes they don't want to follow the, the steps of launching. They just want to look at the very end and go, all right, I got these books and these exercises and they start to work their, their, way, their way backwards. Yeah. And so oftentimes it is kind of getting them to Think about, you know, our team has got the experience. We've about 16,000 people have gone through a mentoring process. We can sort of say, we know if, if you follow the process, if you follow the recipe, as my associate Trey would say, we know what the end result of that will look like. But don't, don't get ahead of it. Think about the steps. And then our team just kind of guides them through the process to get them to think about what's the conversation with my pastor? What's the invitation look like? What's the conversation with other potential mentors? Then how do I invite the right kind of mentees to be a part of the process? Yeah, which is, I think you're bringing up a great point. So a church leader that's listening to this, this is not just uh, buy the product and, and it just go. Plug and play. It, yeah, it's not, it is, I mean, it's easy. Yeah. But there is some aspect of training and discipling of the leaders uh, along the way, right? You guys are not yeah. just—we're not just saying, "Good luck." There it is. It worked for us. If it didn't work for you, what'd you yeah. do wrong? Yeah. You know, uh, exactly. we're trying to help share best practices along e- the way, exactly. right? Exactly, exactly. And I think I've gone through uh, Kevin's training and stuff like that. It's excellent, and it does. You do need to kind of connect all those dots because you'll have a much more successful outcome. I think ours is a lot simpler. Because we do have a lot of things already spelled out, and and it's shorter, but exactly the same. It's so much better that you understand what you're doing, what you're trying to accomplish, and the few, and it's just a few, the few responsibilities that you want to be sure that you guarantee with men joining your group. Because if you just do those few, the outcome is going to be so much better than if you just tried to rely on the product to carry you through. Yeah. Because it's not a product. Ours, like Kevin's, is a relationship. We start with the relationship first. Our our materials and stuff like that, we say, are secondary to men reaching out to younger men, inviting them to explore manhood together, in which they share honestly their lives with one another, and then use the resources we provide to give more biblical clarity yep. to what it means to be a real man. Does this, ha- and this may sound like a strange question based on what we're just talking about, does this have to happen in the church? And, and what I'm thinking about here is not not a, a man that's just like, I've been to every church in town and I hate them all, right? Not, not just trying to go rogue like that, but maybe there is somebody that feels like, 
hey, I could maybe use something like this at work or in my neighborhood as a first step to possibly even introduce somebody to Jesus and who the person of Jesus is, or maybe somebody overseas and they're trying to start churches. Um, I'm thinking about our friend down in, uh, Brian down in the Dominican and the way that he's using that as part of his ministry. So do these have to happen in churches or is, uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? No, they don't. I mean, we have, we affectionately call them free agent mentors, guys that, um, they just have a radar up for younger guys that are in their circle of influence. If they run into a guy in a coffee shop, they're getting a business card and they're putting their name on a list and saying, all right, Adam's the kind of guy I think I'd like to invite into my next mentoring group. There are guys like that all the, there's a lot of those guys. There's also a lot of guys that love the idea of mentoring. And then you, then they come back to you and go, but I don't know any younger men. How can I make, how can I put these groups together? And so that's where the, the church obviously is a beautiful place for this to happen because the church oftentimes has older guys and younger guys, and we can help them think about how do you facilitate those groups. But the free agent guys can exactly, like you say, pick it up, do it in the neighborhood. You know, and just so staying with, with radical mentoring on that, do you guys have any data to show effectiveness for when the groups are with the church and those that are maybe more in the free agent? Is it any, no, any differences we there? we look at just data. We do a survey for the on the back end and that we just keep it, whether it's church or free agent mentor. We know men are saying they're more relationally sound with another guy. They're giving more to the local churches, which does make um, the local churches happy to yeah, know that. Yeah. Um, their marriages are better. They're more intentional about their reading and their studying and Bible study and all those things. So we can kind of put some numbers around just generally the back end, but we, we do see it work. In the limited training that we do to get a, a man ready to lead a better man group, the probably the number one principle uh, that we want him to hear right up front is that better man is not an inreach, it's an outreach. Uh, so many of the men's resources that are out there, which are all good, are mo- mostly pointed to meeting at the church, uh, church guys meeting with church guys. We go overboard to say we don't want just church guys there, not keeping them away, but we want this to be an outreach into your community, into your workplace, into your neighborhood to get men who don't go to church, maybe not interested in church, but you've got a huge hook that we can prove that works is that every man wants to know what a man is. And you can say as an older man, if you've already got some pre-established relationship, like he works at the desk next to you and he's a younger guy, you could say, Hey, we're going to be doing this uh, uh, exploration of manhood together. I've got some other guys. In fact, you know, one of them, we'd love for you to join us. That's your invitation. And it's amazing. Manhood is a magic word. And guys are interested in going, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be interested in that. They'll come to that before they'll go to church any day if they're a real outsider. So we just want to say we're mixing Christian men with the community as an outreach. It can, it can be done at church, but it's best done out in the community, either in the workplace, in a neighborhood, somewhere like that, or some neutral site. That's where a better man flourishes. And same for us. We always say it's, we don't want you to meet in room 101 in the next to the fellowship hall. Yeah. We want these mentors opening their homes and letting these guys into their homes because they do get to experience, you know, when a men- mentee comes into my house and I'm throwing spaghetti at a one of my kids and I'm trying to move them around, there's something beautiful about them seeing real life happen that, um, 
helps them just sort of go, okay, this is, he's just a real guy trying <laughs> yeah. to live life. There's and that's nothing, what you want. There's yeah. nothing special going, yeah. trust My me. My dad there's threw not. spaghetti at me too. Yeah. That's good to know. <laughs> like, this is I got to clean it up. <laughs> All that fun no, stuff. That's good. And now to be clear, I mean, in, in, um, a man's life is going to be better when he's a part of the local body, right? Like that's the way God oh, designed it. And so at some point in all of this, uh, both radical mentoring and better man are going to be talking about the importance of being plugged into a local church. And so that that's a part of it. But I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, we're, to... we're definitely a pro-local church. And the, the la- I just was just thinking, I was just talking to a, a pastor in Little Rock who he told me the last better man group they did, they did a large group over at the University of Central Arkansas in their gym hyper center. And he said one of the things that was the outcome of that is they had a number of men months later come into their church that friends had been inviting to that church for years who had never come. But they came through the conduit of better man. Okay, that's great. All right, well, let's let's uh, start to wind this down here. Let's think about what's next, how people can stay connected. So let's talk to a few groups here. Let's think about the guy who wants to bring this into his church. Uh, so he's maybe um, a volunteer, he's not on staff, wants to bring this into his church. What would be his next step? To h- How can he stay connected and reach out to you all to figure out you know, how he can uh, partake of this collaboration? Well, for me, I would say what would be a good next step is that one, he would go to the website familiarize himself with it. It won't take very long, but just spend some time. He can sample all our speakers on video. He can look at the workbooks. He can do all that. And if he's wanting to take a next step, like we talked about earlier, I would say I would always talk to the pastor, but I wouldn't go to the pastor and say, hey, we need to do this. That's death to a pastor. Because all he's hearing is something else for me to yeah, do. That's a quick what he way to say get a no. I found a resource I'd be excited about doing, but I want you to know about it and tell me what you think. That's good. And then just do a pilot group where he leads it. That Start would be small. a great first step. Great. And so that's betterman.com. And there also are links to Radical Mentoring, and people could also that's go right. to Radical yeah. Mentoring. Yeah. RadicalMentoring.com. Well. Right. It's a free account. gives you access to all the resources. also gives you access to a person on our team that will guide you through that. That's yeah, good. I was going to yeah. say, we have uh, connectivity on our website where you can ask for somebody to contact you and talk you through it, and we'll do that as well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really great. So yeah, just people just have questions that's right. about how this goes down. Reach out on the websites. An actual human will reach out yes. to you, right? Like these are not going to be auto robots. No, no it won't be an Somebody, a human, and they're going to be really nice to talk to as well. They better very be friendly. Yeah, better uh, be. They can answer any of your questions. Well, I mean, I love it. I love what you all are doing. Again, I hope, as we we joked a little bit, it is strange for ministries to do this to try to collaborate together. Um, and and I hope that this is a great model for other ministries out there. I think that answer of why didn't you all go start this on your own was so great because why do that, right? You know, why why take my team off mission? If there's another ministry out there that's like-minded, trying to do the same thing, and there's just enough, you know, it's just complimentary enough, just get together and do this. This is uh, this ability and this, um, the problem, quote, problem that's out there and what we want to do to try to reach the hearts of men. One organization cannot do it, right? One organization can't do it alone, and not even these two, us, Better Man, and Rad- we're not going to be the end-all, be-all. And so we need this to spread, and uh, lots of great churches all around the country to right. be able to do this as well. So you guys but have any final I was just going to say, but together is better. That's right. And, yeah. and you want to have the right together. 
And I think between Radical Mentoring and us, we feel like we've got a great relationship and it's going to only flourish. But I think just for our listeners, you're exactly right. Don't think you can do it all yourself. I mean, that's that's the step to a narrow result. You want a broad impact and the more together, the more better. That's great. Any final thoughts for you, Kevin? No, except Robert nailed it. Yeah. The more better. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. That's right. Well, I'm sad that this live recording is over now. I feel like we should... Uh, you we know, can I'm keep gonna, going. I'm going to miss you, Adam. I know. <laughs> We're going to have to be back on the years. screen again. <laughs> anyway, well, hey, I'm really grateful that you all came down to Dallas today. It was yeah. fun to be in a room together, and uh, this was a great conversation. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. As Robert and Kevin were talking about, if you've been through Better Man and you're looking for a simple and easy next step, maybe a way to deepen the relationships that you started as you were going through the 11-week Better Man experience, then we really recommend that you go and check out Radical Mentoring. You can learn more about them at RadicalMentoring.com. Or if you're just looking for a simple and easy first step, maybe to starting a men's ministry or an easy way to invite others to explore what does it mean to be a man, then as always, we really recommend that you go to BetterMan.com to learn more about the Better Man experience. The Better Man podcast is mixed and edited by Sound of a Rose. You can learn more about them at soundofarose.com. That's all we have for today. We'll talk to you again next time.